Afro Tales Podcast is a part of the Connected Podcast Network. Chef, Chef. Yes, Glio. Don't you love how we get to share our stories and recipes? Yes, I enjoy it greatly. Do you know what makes it possible for everyone to hear us? Yes, Glio. Our voices, obviously. True, but it's also Anchor, a hosting platform that distributes the podcast to places like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and others. Oh, yes. And isn't everything needed to make a podcast in one place? That's correct. And the best thing of all, Chef, it's free. Free, you say? Free. And all I had to do is download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. So, you just had to download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Yep. Download the Anchor app. Or go to anchor.fm and do what we're doing now. Fantastic, Grio. Simply fantastic. I know, Chef. I know. Ahoy, my friend, and welcome aboard the Afro Tales Podcast. A ship that will carry us from location to location, exploring the tales that grew from the African diaspora in the Americas and the Caribbean. I am Amon Mazinga, your teller of yarns. As we head out, a particular yarn for each location will be spun. Come, sit with me, and enjoy this journey. The Legend of Victoria Amazonica In a time before me, and a time before you, The Caribs were also known as the water people. They lived in villages scattered around the rivers, creeks, and streams of Guyana. Our story begins near the Amazon River, the second largest river in the world. It snakes and bends across South America, and it is here the Caribs carved canoes from the trunks of palm trees, twisted leaves to weave baskets, and feasted on the flesh of its fruits. Every night, the eldest girls would gather under a tree to share stories of times and traditions gone by. Their long, dark hair hung like cloaks around their backs, and their skin shone like cinnamon trees in the darkness. The youngest of their group was called Ayana, and she would look up at the sky, letting the stories of gods and goddesses carry her away, dreaming of the stars above. After all, it was well known among her people that if you could touch the thing you dreamed of, you would become just as beautiful and powerful as the object you touched. Oh, I wish we could touch the moon and stars, said Ayana. The magical stories had enchanted her so much that she desperately wanted to seek 
out the beauty and power held within the night sky. The next evening, the full face of the beautiful moon could be seen. Ayana and her friends were sitting underneath a cannonball tree, and Ayana was dreaming of climbing into the sky as usual. She could smell the cannonball trees, sweet scented flowers spiraling around the trunk. She reached out and plucked one of the cannonballs of fruit that hung swollen and heavy in between the flowers. Then an idea came to her. If I climbed to the top of this tree, I would be closer to the sky. I can reach out and touch the moon or stars. Without waiting for her friends, she climbed fearlessly up the trunk of the tree, stepping on the cannonballs and pulling on its veins. She crawled between the cramped spaces of its branches and reached out her hand to touch the moon in the sky. She still could not reach it, but she would not give up. The following evening, Ayana came up with another idea. She turned to her friends who sat gathered around her. Follow me up to the highest mountain peak. From there, we can gaze in wonder at the night sky and reach out and finally grasp the moon. With the sky lit up by the stars above, Ayana led her friends to the nearest mountain. They walked down into valleys, through forests, and clambered over rocks until they finally reached the peak of the mountain. There, they reached their arms out to the night sky, only to be disappointed again when they could not touch the moon. The following night, when they had finished telling their stories and songs, Ayana took one of their dugout canoes and sailed down the river. The thought of touching the moon consumed her and she couldn't give up on her dream. The air was damp with heat and she lowered her hands into the river while floating aimlessly along. Just ahead of her, she noticed the reflection of the moon, luminous and rippling in the water. At last, she thought, I can reach out and touch it. She beamed with happiness at the thought of finally reaching the moon. Without a moment's hesitation, she dived into the water, breaking through the reflection of the moon. She pushed herself down and sank deep into the river, twisting through giant reeds of moss, reaching for the moon she thought she saw in the water. But she couldn't find it. Soon the water became still and there was no sign of Ayana. She was trapped under the water in the reeds and the moss, struggling for breath. The water goddess, Atabe, looked down from her place in the sky and was saddened to see the young girl struggling. As the supreme goddess of rivers, 
lakes and seas, Atabe had the power to save Ayana. So the goddess sent a stream of glowing green light that swirled beneath the water, changing the current and turning the tide. But the gods' gifts are never straightforward. And instead of coming up to the surface, Ayana's body slowly transformed into a large flower with layers of petals that cradled each other. A dark green, graceful water lily. As the sun warmed the earth, each petal gently changed color from white to pink as it blossomed over the day. And so the story goes that Ayana's dream came true and she gained the beauty she wanted, but not the way she wished. She is known to this very day as the Victoria Amazonica, the largest water lily in the world with the most intoxicating scent. If you travel to Guyana, you can see these giant water lilies fanned out in their glory, floating on the surface of the rivers and changing their colors throughout the day because they are Ayana, the So, um, I just want to say Ayana or Naya, what I've recently seen somewhere else, uh, whatever this poor young woman, young girl's name truly was, I am sorry that she had to go through that. I know it's a legend, but... In this world of folklore, tales, myths, legends, we know that there's a spark of truth. There's an origin for it. And it probably could have come from a small Carib girl dying in the Amazon River. It could have come from just trying to explain the beauty of the lily and the flower it could have come from any number of things but the fact that the story is what it is it could have been a sacrifice to the gods but the fact that it is what it is the fact that it was a little girl that was the main character is sad to me then I also think about why she did it. And I think, wow, she did that. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like she was determined. She went to the top of the tree. She went to the mountain. She went everywhere to fulfill her dream. And unfortunately, in trying to fulfill her dream, 
she made a bad decision. And you have to, <laughs> you know, I try to do it. I try to do this for you. You have to bring that to your life today. These stories were told so that people that listen to them can put it to their life that they were living at that very moment. And so how many of us have tried to follow a dream so strongly doing everything we think we can, reaching here, reaching there, only to make one bad decision, one bad decision, and it goes left. That's crazy, right? When you think about it, it only takes one bad decision. It took her one bad decision. But Hopefully we learn and don't end up like her, but so many have in this world. And I just want to say to all of them, I feel bad. I, I, I'm sorry that you didn't get a chance to learn from the mistake that you made. And to all of us that have been able to make that mistake and have been able to bounce back from it. Please continue to do so and continue to learn and make better decisions and not end up like Ayana. Or if for whatever reason you do, I hope a beautiful flower grows in your remembrance. But with that being said, let's go see Chef. Because this is sad. Let's go see Chef, though. Let's get our meal. Let me thank you for being on this journey with me. And being on this voyage. And until you come for the next voyage, as always, have a blessed day. Welcome, my friends, to the galley. I am your chef, chef. And today we have a wonderful meal inspired by the story you just heard. We will be making what is called Guyanese black cake. Now, how do we prepare such a wonderful dish? Well, you will need one pound of butter, two cups. One pound of granulated sugar, two cups. Twelve ounces of flour, about two and a half cups. Four pounds of salt and blended fruits, about eight cups. Nine eggs. One teaspoon of baking powder, optional. One teaspoon of ground cinnamon, one teaspoon of ground clove, one teaspoon of ground nutmeg, one teaspoon of orange zest, four to six 
tablespoons of burnt sugar, half a cup of red wine, example, Porto, three tablespoons of dark helm, and some cooking spray. You will also need some parchment paper, aluminum foil, and two eight by three inch pounds. This is cake, you know. Now, how do we put this wonderful dish together? Easy. We will cream the butter and sifted sugar until most of the sugar crystals are dissolved. Add the eggs to cream, butter, and sugar one at a time until all of the eggs are fully incorporated into the mixture. After the eggs have been added, add fruits to butter, sugar, and eggs mixture, one cup at a time, please, and mix together until all fruits have been completely mixed into the batter. Next, add the wine and orange zest to batter. Then add burnt sugar. One tablespoon at a time until your batter is the desired color. Sift together flour, baking powder, ground cinnamon, ground cloves, and ground nutmeg. Add flour to the batter one cup at a time and incorporating the flour into the batter using a figure eight motion or the infinity sign. Preheat the oven to 300 degrees Fahrenheit. Grease your baking pans with cooking spray. Then line the bottom of the pan with the parchment paper. This will help out later. Divide batter equally among the two baking pans. Wrap the bottom of the baking pan in aluminum foil. Place cake in the middle rack in the oven and bake for 75 to 90 minutes or until a toothpick inserted into the black cake comes out smooth. Once the cake is fully cooked, removed from the oven and brush cake with one to two and a half tablespoons of rum while cake is still hot. Feel free to add more rum if you like, but not too much or the cake will be soaked. Cover with a kitchen towel and let cool. Allow cake to cool completely, then remove from the baking pot. Store the cake in a covered container, depending on how long you keep the cake for, you may Add more rum once or twice a week so that it doesn't dry out. Now, before you go, here are some few little notes. It is very easy to have this recipe to make one cake. If you do use five eggs instead of four. Check your cake at 75 minutes. And if it is completely cooked, remove it from the oven. 
do not overcook the cake. Some people prefer to cook the cake at 275 degrees. They prefer the better safe than sorry method. If this is you, this is perfectly fine because the cake can become very dry if overcooked. And we are aiming for the moist pudding like texture versus the traditional cake texture. Okay? Now, you have your cake. Go, eat your cake. Remember the story that you have heard about this little girl. And until I have another wonderful recipe for you, my friends, enjoy. My friends, we are here and I want to thank you for coming out here on this voyage with me. Thank you for doing what you do and giving me the time to get to this point. I want you to join me in thanking Art by Chalet. I want to also join me in thanking those who create the sound effects and music on freesound.org and Free Music Archive. I want you to Share this journey with your family and friends so that way they can be blessed just as you are. If you want to leave a comment or a review so others can learn about this voyage, please do so wherever you can. All other ways to support and contact me will be in the show notes. So please go there, check it out and do what you do best and be you. Again, thank you. And until next time, have a blessed day.